The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. This morning on the Action Line program, we're joined by guests from Murfreesboro Parks and Rec. We have Parks Director Nate Williams, Assistant Director Thomas Laird, and Bart Fight, who is over Sportscom. In the first segment of the program, Fight tells us about the BOGO sale and much more. We will have our uh, our BOGO sale, which is buy one, get one free. That's our big sale every year that we started in 2009, and it's on the monthly or yearly passes. You buy one, you get one free. So that's a that's been a big seller for us. We have people asking about it you know, in the summer uh, for when we're going to do it. So that's what it's going to be. It's going to be, uh, like I said, December 13th through January the 16th. So you got about a month to come in and get, get your pass, buy one, get one free, and it's it's one of the best deals going. I don't know if you any yeah, better. It's monthly and yearly passes. Monthly and so, yearly. Yeah. It provides a good opportunity, too, for Christmas presents. I know a lot of people look forward to that, given that, you know, buying six months and getting six months free or buying themselves a year past then giving the other one away to a family member. So uh, it, it's a good opportunity. People use that, and it's become something people are excited about, chomping at the bit to uh, go ahead and get in there. So any questions people have about how it might apply, our staff are really excited to get uh, people educated on what they can expect when they purchase them. They can call Sportscom at 895-5040 or Patterson Park at 893-7439, uh, and they can help walk them through the process. That sounds great. Anything else at Sportscom? Uh, let's see. Other than Polar Bear Plunge, the BOGO, uh, I was just rocking along. So hopefully uh, you know, we'll have a, have a great year in 2022. Definitely so. And, and I'm going to take a break here in just a second, but uh, – Tell us, remind the listeners again, if somebody just tuned in, about the Polar Bear Plunge, because I do know that's always a big draw. When is that, and what do you need to do to prepare for it? Saturday, January the 8th, uh, we're having our Arctic Adventure in the gym from 8 to 10, and you come in, you register, uh, you sign a form, and you just come around the gym. We'll have some contests, we'll have giveaways, and then we will... uh, Mr. Laird here will play his harmonica. He's famous for that. If you don't come for the for the jump, just come for, come for Thomas. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah, it's worth every penny. Oh yeah, and it's free. So, <laughs> and then bring canned food items. And and once again, how does that work? You bring. We have a table set up right when you come in the gym. You can lay them right, put them right there on the table. And like I said, we'll uh, uh, gather them up at the end of the end of the con- end of the day and, and take them to Greenhouse Ministries. But it's it's a great. Uh, it's a great event and also a- after the jump once you jump in we do open the indoor pool for about an hour of course that's heated you know about 83 degrees so you come inside if it's real cold getting that in the heated pool indoors and it's a great relief and you think you've really accomplished something when you get in after you jump get out but then you start thinking what you know what have i done but it's uh <laughs> it, it gets your new it gets your new year started right it's, so you're, it's, you're, it's good it's exhilarating yeah <laughs> you definitely feel it all day and that, that you know going to the indoor pool after that that's the first time the indoor pool will feel warm you know? it feels hot <laughs> yeah it feels yeah. very hot <laughs> yeah, yeah that's right uh, again that's going to be at the uh, sportscom outdoor pool which you guys call borough beach mm-hmm. um so that's right around the corner and uh it's gonna be good, and we yeah. can expect you to be there jumping, right? Yeah, a live report, Scott. Yeah, Scott. I'll, I'll jump on yeah. the sidelines. You know, <laughs> yeah, cheer everybody on and everything. Uh, how many how many cans of food did y'all take in last year or in years past? Yeah, well, last year, of course, with COVID, all we did we we just showed up at the outdoor pool and jump. Uh, but the year before, I 
it's been up and up you know a, a lot of lot of food so i know we've waited pounds. yeah, yeah we've waited usually pounds. about 700 pounds i yeah. think wow. typically so yeah, the we don't year. count but we uh we put everything in the back of trucks and go weigh it that's pretty cool and again it all goes to greenhouse ministries here locally they will then hand the food out to those in need mm-hmm. and we're going to take a short break right now time 8 33 when we come back what what more are we going to cover what what else we've got a couple more things we've got the christmas parade in just a few weeks uh that's coming up and then we also have uh christmas at Cannonsburg. So okay. uh, a couple more Christmas-related items going into uh, December and this time of year. And youth basketball is about to kick off. So we'll talk about all that in just That's a it. second. Time right now, 8.33. You're tuned to WGNS again on this Tuesday morning, today, the 23rd of November. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Hi, this is Dan at Music World and Drummer's Den. We have new things going on here for Christmas. We have gift cards available for any amount from a dollar up to whatever you want to spend on it. We have Christmas specials going on. Our prices are competitive. Sometimes we're even below the online prices. We have layaway plans available, and this is real popular at Christmas. Music World and Drummer's Den, 2762 South Church, right across the street from Indian Hills Golf Course. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Hi, this is Becky Bookner, and I'm just so proud to talk about the veterans in our community and what an incredible gift they've given all of us. And that's our freedom and the right to live in this country. And we're so grateful to them for the sacrifices they've made. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Did you know we specialize in commercial and fleet business? We're equipped to handle all of your company's automotive needs. Download our Tire World app today for free oil changes and electronic coupons. Come by today for all of your automotive needs. Online at tireworld.us. WGNS proudly salutes and remembers our U.S. veterans who have served our country. In this salute, we talk to a veteran who served in the Marines. Andrew Farr, Marine combat veteran. I was born in Nashville, grew up in uh, New Hampshire, uh, went to boarding school, went to college, and then uh, enlisted in the Marine Corps. Did four years, three combat tours, and then got out in 2008. A combat veteran is not an easy job. No, it wasn't when I was in. And not he, for the Vietnam vets, uh, not for Korea, World right. War One, World War Two. Those guys had it rough. And I, I did have it rough, but not as not as bad as those guys. Well, that's that's true. And I think it's because society is, as a whole is becoming more aware of what we're asking yes. of our military personnel. You said you did three tours. It, that was uncommon. Back in then. Vietnam, you did one tour, two tours. That was it. But now we have guys doing three, five, six. six. seven. I've known a guy who did eight tours. Uh, we did the Democratic vote in 05 okay. in Iraq. We were part of that. 2006, eh, not so much humanitarian. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2007, definitely humanitarian. We actually helped out Bangladesh in 07 when they had that micro-tornado. We gave them food and water and, and uh, helped them uh, recover bodies from the mess. I think that our foreign policy in particular is asking a lot of the men and women yes, sir. in this country. I agree. Andrew Farr, Marine combat veteran. I'm Stephen Reynolds, the man in the middle. This has been a salute to veterans on WGNS Radio.
Restoration One of Middle Tennessee. A team of experts and immediate responders who help homeowners after disaster strikes. After disaster strikes. Fire, water, or storm damage. We can help you get your life back to normal quickly. Restoration One Middle Tennessee.com. Locally and veteran owned. Join us November 27th at the Lay Agro Park, the Small Business Saturday Holiday Market. We'll have jewelry, clothing, home decor, fashion accessories, food trucks, and much more. Find us on Facebook at Small Business Saturday Holiday Market. Old friends, new name, better together, as First National Bank of Murfreesboro transforms into Capstar Bank, our focus is on you. We're entering a new generation of banking in Rutherford County, but we'll always remain a community bank with local people you trust and uniquely exceptional service you deserve. We're at 2230 Mercury Boulevard, capstar.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Sunny for today. Highs will top out near 48 degrees. Winds north around 5 miles per hour. And then tonight, clear and lows drop to 26. I'm meteorologist Phil Jensko on News Radio WGNS. Right now it's 23. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. I didn't have my mic on. I turned all the all the mics on at the time. <laughs> so we could have said anything. We could have said anything. Time right now, 838. You're tuned to WGNS. Again, the action line. And this morning we're talking about Murphy's Bro Parks and Rec and all the different events coming up. And there are more events right around the corner. Christmas at Cannonsburg, one of those events. When is that going to be? Man, this is something we're excited to do. Another uh, free event, completely free to the public. It's Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. December 3rd through the 19th. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, December 3rd through the 19th, uh, 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. And I've seen our staff out there working hard to hang up lights. And uh, people can go out there and expect just a quick drive through of the village, see it at night in a really unique way. Uh, but again, this is free. We take donations if anybody wants to make a donation to Cannonsburg to help keep up the buildings and just go to the overall operation out there. Uh, so people can give donations. It's not mandatory. But, you know, it's just another example, uh, Scott, of just having the opportunity to provide uh, things for families. Uh, anybody can come out. It's a drive through and you can see the, the whole village. And um, it's something people really have become excited to do every year. So will they actually drive in the pea gravel around? Around the mm-hmm. little gazebo there in the yeah. middle. Yeah, so the buildings are lit up. We've got some displays, and it's it's a quick little thing they can go through. I will say, you know, last year being free, uh, a lot of people came, uh, and we'd see a line all the way out to uh, uh, Broad Street uh, wow. of cars. So uh, you might disperse it and come out and come early and and see the the light displays, and then go out and have dinner, or do something with your family. And when is that again? December third through the nineteenth. It's five p.m. to eight p.m. Uh, and that's Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. So, like cool. I said, um, our staff has been working hard to get that out there and get it ready to go. And we'll be working hard those uh, nights so people can come enjoy the the village in a unique way. And another item coming up: the Christmas parade and uh, entry deadline is this coming Monday, right? It is. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the Christmas parade? Scott? I've heard of it. Okay. I've heard of You've it. heard of it. Okay. Good. Not good. familiar that Not much, familiar. but tell us about it. We're excited. Uh, we last I heard, we had over a hundred entries. Uh, for the parade. Uh, so I think it's going to be a big parade. People are really excited. 
again, last year we had to cancel the parade because of, you know, COVID and everything going on. So I think people are excited to get out there. We've had some really unique submissions for uh, floats, uh, but it's going to be December 12th at 12th at two o'clock. You know, I um, think it's only been canceled twice yeah. in the history of the parade because once was COVID and the other time right. was snow and ice on the ground. Yeah, it's. Mm. Hopefully, I think we're going to have just a good year. It's a good time for Murfreesboro to come together and, and, and just enjoy something right through the heart of downtown Murfreesboro. Definitely. And the parade date again is what? November, December 12th. December uh, 12th. And then yeah. entry deadline, November 29th. Uh, that's correct, yes. Yeah. So we're, we're excited. We're looking forward to that. I know our staff uh, is working hard and is uh, learning a lot and worked with WGNS about what, what's been done in the past. And uh, we're excited to put it on this year. Should be fun. And then, Thomas, you said something about basketball sign-ups. Basketball, well, we are still taking late sign-ups. Uh, basketball season is just about ready to, to start practicing. I think we have coaches meeting uh, next week, and we'll start practicing beginning in December. Uh, but there are slots available. Now, to register, you'll have to come by the McFadden Community Center uh, to sign up. That's the only place we're taking late registration. Um, but that's located at uh, 211 Bridge Avenue. And we're open till 8 p.m. each night, Monday through Thursday, until 5 on Friday. So if you miss the deadline or just wasn't aware about it and your kid wants to play basketball, we offer basketball for ages 5 to 17. Uh, and typically, teams will practice one day a week and then they'll play a game either Friday night or Saturday. It's always amazing to me when we start talking about youth basketball just to show the growth of Murfreesboro and some of our programs. And Thomas, how maybe 15 years ago, how many participants well, did we have? When I started when it, 20 years ago, we had 36 teams. And um, this year we're looking at about 165 teams. Wow. And, um, and they play at different schools? Throughout. Uh, Mitchell the Nielsen, and all right. that. Yeah. All the city school, most of the city elementary schools, uh, and then also all of our facilities, Sportscom, Patterson, McFadden Community Center. But sign up right there, basically at the intersection of right. Bridge Avenue and Kings Highway, yeah. I guess. We're at the late. We're doing late registration now, uh, so we only do reg late registration at the one location in person. But you can still get your child in or get your, your kid in. Uh, then an another big item, I think, for Murfreesboro. We always talk about this soccer, which uh, I guess that Absolutely. is another thing that people will and be talking about soon. And, you know, now they are playing through the winter. There's oh. Soccer doesn't start na uh, stop now. We've installed uh, turf fields at Siegel Park, and we've got more turf fields in under construction, also an indoor facility there. So uh, soccer has become a year-round sport, uh, and it, it just keeps growing. Is the indoor facility finished, the, the new? No. No. Uh, their footers are down. Uh, all of the steel for the, the building is on site. Uh, and then so we're working with, a, with the installers to, to come in and start putting that up. So we anticipate that 90,000 square foot facility should be ready um, sometime late spring. And the, uh, that's in the area of the VA Hospital, Cherry Lane, right. the Richard Siegel Soccer Park. It this is. is what it's called. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's where that's going to be located, footers down. So, again, when do you think? What did you say, spring? Right. We're thinking hopefully May. Uh, we're, we're hoping to have our end, hoping the entire project will be completed by May. We're also building further down at our Jordan Farm facility. We added lights to those fields this year. Uh, we're also about to be begin construction on a restroom facility for that uh, that okay. park as well so it's it's really growing uh, 
and, and it, you know the the cool thing about some of the property the park the parks use it's property that normally wouldn't be developed for other stuff mm -hmm. uh, because right. I, wetlands I guess that, yeah. or, or yeah. Uh, uh, a variety of, of different reasons but um, particularly the Jordan farm uh, the city bought that land to distribute uh, water on you know yeah. the reprocessed water uh, and then we had a section of it that had some unstable soil so what we've done is went out removed the unstable soils put in a, a, a stable foundation and now we have six soccer fields there uh, like I said that that would be property that would have never normally been used and then you have Gateway Island, which years and years ago, that was once a landfill. Mm -hmm. I guess it closed in the 70s or so, right? Yep, it did. You know, we got Rosebank as well, which is another city property that was part of a landfill. You know, so you know, I think what we've got, and we've, of course we have the, the benefit of having a council and a city administration that's really uh, looking forward and supporting our desire to preserve land and use these spaces in unique ways. So it's not just about development. It's about, you know, we were able to just get 73 acres to add to Barfield Crescent Park just to preserve you know that would go undeveloped and you know as things continue to grow we'll always have these spaces uh, available to the public now last time the mayor of murphy's world was on he was talking about how the city is starting some negotiations with i guess the stones river battlefield park and possibly one day they can take over the property that was just purchased where ge used to be which was a property that o'reilly's bought in order to use I guess as a distribution hub then they sold it to friends of the stones river through a special grant yeah that's the uh, battlefield trust it's a, a national association and we've been talking to them about what that would look like and uh, that's pretty exciting uh, it could be a space that we could preserve and tie into the battlefield as well so and, and this wouldn't be new to the parks and rec because you already have some of the yeah. what used to be battlefield property mm -hmm. yeah and we're so intertwined with the battlefield we partner and do a lot of cleanups with them and they do a great job and you know think people forget what the asset that we have in the stones river national battlefield you know uh, i think we forget i've been here my whole life and you go as a kid and you forget to take your own kids because it's here in our backyard right so uh, it's, it's a tremendous asset, and you learn every time you go more about how significant the Battle of Stones River was for uh, our history as a nation, you know. And, and then Old Fort Park, that has some Stones River Battlefield yeah. ties with, I guess, Fort Rosecrans, right? We do, Fort Ro Fortress Rosecrans, and you can still see uh, the curtain walls that go around. I think people who walk down the Greenway, you, you know, if you know, if you're with somebody who knows what you're looking at, you can see that these were actually man-made walls to protect the fort, you know, and it's really fascinating. It's pretty cool. You know, and the coolest thing that Murfreesboro has that a lot of cities don't have is the greenway that follows the river, and then you have bridges over the river, several bridges now. Yeah, it's, you know, total we've got uh, about 18 miles. We're about to celebrate our 25th year anniversary of having the greenway in Murfreesboro. And the greenway is, you know, our most utilized park. We consider it a linear park. Uh, and overall, any of our parks, I think it gets the most usage, and where it's just such an asset to the community. and. You know, uh, fortunately, some foresight that happened in the late 80s, early 90s, really spearheaded by Congressman Bart Gordon, helped us secure the funding to make sure that we have that. And I, I talk to Bart, you know, every week almost, and he's always looking for ways to expand and grow. So he's still tremendously involved. And I think as we reflect, you know, 25 year, years later after opening, uh, it's a good time to pause and just give him the credit that's due to make, you know, to us having the greenway that we have. And we're about to add two more miles on the North Murfreesboro Trail. So that's going to be near the Central Valley yeah, area? Yeah, so it will go Central Valley North is where, where that will go. It'll follow the Horse Trail. Uh, and that's a 
completely federally funded uh, through the Corps of Engineers. And what we do is we do a 100-year lease on that property once they complete the project. So this is property that is along the river that is currently managed by the Corps of Engineers, mm-hmm. and they simply oversee it, and then they would give you the reins and say, yep. it's yours to mow, it's yours to take care of, just build the... Uh, walking trail that's the best cliff notes synopsis i've heard of it in a long <laughs> better time, yet so. they build the walking trail and then yeah. they tell us yeah. to mow oh, really? and maintain it right yeah. that's even better <laughs> so they turn they just turn it the turnkey over to us and we uh work with them and they've been just a tremendous partner and then there's also horse trails there that i think were recently redone or something right yeah so we have a section of horse trails uh, that go and follow along and those will be improved with this second phase and then something else that's exciting at central valley is uh, thomas and his staff uh, internally have built an 18 hole disc golf course and i've seen this thing i tried to play disc golf with thomas it was a mistake it was a character builder for me because i'm not that good at it but thomas is the professional who has like no, 20 of the frisbees right? by yeah, far. I, <laughs> I do have 20 frisbees but i'm not a professional by far so <laughs> are there professional oh, yeah. golf players you know there's a believe it or not they there's a couple guys that just signed million dollar sponsorship deals yeah it's got you thomas no no <laughs> no don't leave us uh, yeah no not me <laughs> uh, i'm a, a true amateur that, that means I, I will probably play amateur all my life. Uh, so what's, what's really exciting at Central Valley, and I'm, I couldn't say enough about the work that's gone into it, but uh, Thomas led a group of our staff, and Thomas was out there, did a, t- uh, a ton of work to make it happen and saved the city hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, just the, by the work out there. And we had uh, our maintenance staff spent weeks out there building tee pads, building holes, uh, and, and just a, a great way to save money and bring an asset to the, the community. And I think we've relieved some of the pressure of, off of the Barfield Disc Golf Course. So uh, kudos to Thomas and our maintenance staff for making that happen. I'm deserving kudos. I live three minutes from Barfield. I was so tired of having to wait on every hole. I said, if we can get something on the other end that, of town. That's the only reason, right? <laughs> it's all self-motivated. You know? <laughs> you know, and that's a good example of just partnering with City. That That's a water department-owned property. So we went to uh, Darren Gore, uh, one of the assistant city managers, and presented this idea to him. And he was like, yeah, man, you know, that's awesome. How cool would that be? So that's pretty. Uh, we're, we're we're so blessed to be able to do do the things that we do and provide the things that we do. And we couldn't do it without the other resources. You know, we we work every day with police, with fire, uh, with our planning department, our engineering. It's just we we're uh, it's a good time to be part of the city of Murfreesboro. We literally have a minute and a half left, but wanted to to find out if there's any other new updates, any new things going on within the parks that folks don't know about yet such as a a new park in the blackman area yeah so we're working on it Uh, this is something that's kind of gaining steam about discussion Uh, we'll be workshopping that with council very soon we got several different properties that we're looking at and several different opportunities of types of parks to build so uh, i'm excited soon we'll be workshopping that with council and getting kind of our direction back refocused and figuring out exactly what we want that to look like and one other thing scott if i can we've got the new year's day 5k coming up that's become a really popular race uh, that we put on it's only 25 dollars, and that includes a shirt which is just a steal uh, and people can have a, a, a good time it's a little bit later this year and if for more information about it then go to runsignup.com and put in new year's day 5k or anything that we talk about go to murfreesboroparks.com and we have a really uh, inclusive calendar that has everything from anything you can think of and do the parks actually have a piece of land that they're going to say this is going to be the Blackman Area Park? 
we have three pieces of property um, right out there. I know we're talking about what park elements will be on each one. So uh, that's what we have to get with council. We have to decide which piece of property we want to move forward with, the scope and size. Uh, but we have uh, the great thing for us is we have a lot of options. Uh, and, and I know that the council uh, is very, and uh, the mayor uh, and the city manager are all very focused on getting a park built. Uh, and I think we've got really good opportunities, even better than what we were talking about a couple years ago, to bring something to that side of town. Sounds great. Again, with us this morning, Parks Director Nate Williams, also Assistant Director Thomas Laird, and also with us, Bart Fight from Sportscom. Stay with us. We do have more news and information coming up. Time right now, 853.